John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I do not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. This story of John the Baptist and Jesus brought to mind mind an incident from my college days. I went to college in a small engineering school, back then named GMI Engineering and Management Institute. And um, there was a notice saying that we were going to have a comedian come in, a nationally known comedian come in, which we had never done that before. So I was excited. I'd never been to a comedy show. And when I say nationally known, he was more known for his role on TV than he was as a comedian. And the comedian that came in was Steve Landisberg, who played Sergeant Dietrich on the Barney Miller show. Now, as in most of these comedy shows, there's a comedian who's not as famous who warms up the crowd before the main performer came. And this, of course, was the case that evening. Now, I suppose to explain what happened, it's important to realize Steve Landensburg was nearly 30 years older than this college crowd, while the warm-up comedian was not only closer to our age, but also had spent time touring college campuses. And so what ended up happening was, I recall that the laughter was more, more prevalent and louder for the warm-up comedian than it was for the main performer. And as I said, this incident came to mind as I was reading today's gospel. John the Baptist played the role of warm-up act perfectly. He understood that he was the warm-up act, and he did not deserve any of the praise or honor due to the main act, Jesus the Christ. He stated to the people, a man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Now we know in, in Luke's gospel that John was born before Jesus, his cousin. 
So John isn't referring to Jesus' natural birth, but instead to his divine origin as the Son of God. He existed not just before John, but before all of creation. And then he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It was the purpose of the Anointed One of God to come and reconcile the human family to God through the forgiveness of sins. It's a reminder to us that title of the Lamb of God of what occurred back in Old Testament times. Once a year, the high priest would pray over a lamb, placing his hands on the lamb and ritually, symbolically, transferring the sins of the people to that lamb. And then that lamb was sacrificed. We call Jesus the Good Shepherd because he is the one who cares for the flock under his care. He goes after the lost sheep, puts them on his shoulders, and carries them back to the flock, rejoicing that they have returned. But in today's Gospel reading, Jesus is called by John the Lamb of God. Recalling that sacrifice that the lambs did for the atoning of sin. And also recalling the purpose of the Son of God coming, which was to atone for the sins of the human family. Unlike those sacrificial lambs of old, this lamb sacrifice didn't just symbolize reconciliation, it accomplished it. The Son of God was sent by the Father to be born of a woman, to live among people, to suffer, and to die. He did not die because he deserved that punishment. After all, he was without sin. Instead, he chose this path because of the love he had for the human family. He offers us the fruits of this sacrifice even to this day. This Eucharistic revival that we are in the midst is not just about bringing more people to Mass, but it's also to spark faith in what we believe of the fruits of the Eucharist, to make us one body, healed of all divisions. There are many divisions in this world and in our church, and yet God is able to look past all of those divisions and see the beauty in each one of us. Maybe we should try to practice seeing each other through the eyes of God, seeing past our differences to the common thread that we are created in His image and likeness, are precious to our God who loved us before we were born. My dear friends, John the Baptist accepted his role as the forerunner, and as soon as the Messiah took center stage, he stepped aside. He is calling us to imitate that same action, 
to set aside our egos and self-centeredness so as to recognize Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And in taking that to heart, to share that with a world so desperately in need of hope in our Lord and Savior. John the Baptist pointed out Jesus as the Messiah. May the lives that we live do just the same.